Welcome to the Tech Data World podcast, the independent voice in aerospace, defense, and space technical information, covering all the news, reviews, gossip, opinion, software, standards, and specifications in the information production and deployment field. So hello everyone and welcome to this special TDW podcast and um, welcome to everybody who's who listens to our podcasts all around the world. I hope that uh, they are adding value somehow to your technical information day. Now we have been over on one of our websites, s1000dworld.com, we have been running something called the A to Z of S1000D. Now we have been running that um, as a little bit of fun. We were we set ourselves a little bit of a challenge, and um, yeah, we did it as a as a little challenge to ourselves. And um, some of it has proven actually to be very very challenging. But the idea is is that we were to run through the alphabet and um, try and pull some kind of connotation or something that could re- re- lean itself well to the use of S1000D. So we did this as a little bit of fun. And um, this podcast is based on a number of people have asked us to, to, whilst we produce the videos and we put the videos up on our website, could we actually make them a podcast? Because a lot of people like to listen to my dulcet tones in their car or on their iPods or wherever they're going. So we thought, actually, that's a great idea. It actually gives us another bunch of uh, tutorials or pieces of content that we can put together. So in this particular podcast, we are going to try and catch up a little bit because actually in the videos, if you're not following over on s1000dworld.com, we are already up to the U's. So I am going to go through the A, B, C's and D's here very quickly for us to um, catch up over the next few episodes of this podcast on how we can do this and catch up and then try and sync up. And we are going to follow this up actually with um, a technical A to Z of S1000D as well, because a lot of people are asking us technical questions, which is a little bit more serious. So we are currently pumping out those as well. Now, uh, if you do have suggestions, get in touch with Michael at S1000DWorld.com and you can uh, send me your suggestions. Whilst we've been running the videos, we have had loads and loads and loads of suggestions. So let's get ourselves into the A to Z's of S1000D very, very shortly. Okay, so when we kicked off the A to Z's of S1000D, uh, I started looking at the accept, the analyze, and let's start that again, shall we? Accept, analyze, and ask, agree, uh, and acronyms. Now, based on on what we did originally with the with the a's is we did have a number of um, suggestions come into us but except that s1000d is actually is is very um, upfront heavy in terms of configuring what the specification does and how it does it and the kind of stuff that you need to be able to do to it to achieve what you need to achieve from S1000D. All very nebulous statements, I know. But you need to accept that there's a lot of upfront work in terms of using something like S1000D. 
I also say that you should analyze what is going on with S1000D. S1000D is, um, it, over the years, it's got wider and wider in the way that it works, and it becomes gradually more encompassing, and it's trying to be everything to everybody. And you don't need everything that is in there. Uh, you know, for example, do you need to be using things like the wiring module? Do you need to be doing parts information? Do you want to use the process module? Do you need applicability? Uh, those kind of things. So analyze the specification and make sure that it is going to do the stuff that you want it to do, but also make sure that you're not overkilling your information by trying to do everything that the specification suggests. Ask. Ask those right questions. Make sure that you ask the questions from people that can help you get the best and the most out of the S1000D specification. And I'm not talking about just asking software vendors because you get a very narrow perspective of the world and you know ask people in your supply chain ask those in your customer base what they believe s1000d does how it does it and how do you need to be successful with it agree with everybody in your supply chain what it is you're going to achieve from S1000D. So, uh, you know, we hear a lot about business rules and business rules is all about how we are going to produce the content and how we are going to accept the content and that kind of stuff. Make sure that everybody in the supply chain actually agrees and understands what it is that you are going to uh, ask of them or what you are going to give them. And, for, and finally, in the A section, acronyms. Make sure that you understand some S1000D acronyms. And we'll talk about some acronyms uh, very shortly when we move on to the Bs. So those are the A's. The accept, anal analysis, ask, agree, and acronyms. Let's move into the Bs. Feeling a little bit like a DJ, actually. So anyway... The bees, I actually said a couple of things which caused a little bit of controversy. I did get a lot of, um, should we say, suggestions and emails through on this, and a lot of people agreed with what I said. But the first thing I said is avoid the buzzword BSs. And um, S1000D is very buzzword intense, and no more so than when people start talking about some of the ROI in uh, S1000D. So that's the return on investment. And you hear lots of buzzwords kicked around and it's normally by the same people that actually don't fully understand what S1000D is trying to achieve. So make sure that you are aware of the buzzword BSs that are out there. You know they are. They turn up at all the same conferences talking about the same stuff, throwing the same acronyms and the same you know, data reuse and that kind of stuff around. Uh, watch out for those guys. Business rules. You will need business rules, especially if you're using the latest versions of S1000D. Now, business rules is not a new concept. There's lots of articles in our magazine around business rules and, uh, you know, kind of how you should be looking at business rules and what your supply chain will expect from you and that kind of stuff. Uh, but you will need business rules for the latest and greatest versions of S1000D for sure. And understand the Brex and all that kind of stuff that all works hand in hand with your S1000D project. 
what is your business case for using S1000D? This is something that I talk about a lot with um, my customers who are looking at moving into S1000D. What is it we think we're going to get? What's our business case? Why are we doing this? What is it we're not doing today that we think S1000D is going to answer? That kind of stuff. Also understand that you need a budget, a big B, a budget because software, when we talk about software and the S's later on down the line, software is a huge investment when we start talking about S1000D. Now, I was recently asked, actually, I digress a little bit. I was asked, why is there no open source software in the S1000D market? It's because S1000D is quite complicated and from a software development perspective is actually very, very hard work. So that's why there's no open source software in the S1000D market. So think about your budget and the bike data. Make sure you download the bike data from S1000D.org. S1000D.org is the formal S1000D website. I know there are problems with the website and... Um, if I had the inclination, I would tell them what's going on with their website, but there are problems with their website. But you can download the bike data and open it up in a text editor, or you can get a free copy of Adobe FrameMaker and the S1000D starter pack and start looking at the bike data. So those are the Bs, the buzzword BSs. Avoid those buzzword BSs. Business rules, business case, budget, and bike. Let's move straight into the Cs. Okay, I've got, I had quite a lot in the Cs when I was doing the Cs. And um, S1000D, if you're coming from a monolithic standpoint, requires a lot of change management. So that's my first C. And, you know, you need to manage the team and the way that S1000D works compared to traditional uh, technical documentation. So you need to be aware of how you manage that change within uh, an S1000D environment because I have seen projects um, go against the wall just because staff don't want to buy into the new methodology of how S1000D works. So consider that change and that change management cost very similar to the budget. There is when I do an S1000D training course, one of the things I talk about is the S1000D cost curse and um, I compare S1000D cost and project to a standard technical documentation project and people get very frightened by it and um, there is upfront cost and that is in software skills configuration setup analysis all of those things complexity s1000d is complex and um, but you have to break it down into bite sizes break it down into bite sizes and it's less complex but make sure that you understand that S1000D is a little bit complex, especially when it starts looking at things like applicability or the process module, uh, those kind of things. So be aware of the complexity of the specification. So break it down. Controls. What are your controls that you're putting in place to manage your S1000D project? So what checking environment are you having? What's the QA status? All that kind of stuff. What are your controls that you're going to be put on your supply chain. One thing I talk about when I'm advising technology companies who are asking me about introductions or how they can get uh, access to maybe some, uh, you know, decision makers in the market. Well, 
you have to accept as well that a lot of these guys that are in the technical information sector are making career changing decisions around investments in software and technology and capability and S1000D. So treat them with a certain amount of respect. And I say career changing decisions around making sure you buy the right tools and you get the right expertise and the right support in to help you. Customization of S1000D is something that we've already talked about when we talk about configuration and that kind of stuff. Well, let's think about how we're going to customize S1000D to achieve our aims. And, you know, S1000D tries to give lots of guidance on things like IETPs and print and that kind of stuff. 99.999% of the time, people don't want to do it the way the S1000D specification says things should be done and generally ignore that. So make sure that uh, you understand how you're going to customize your inputs, your outputs and where they're coming from and that kind of stuff. Customers. Let's talk about your customers. This is something that's very common. Common with customers in the C's of the A to Z of S1000D is the fact that uh, often our customers don't know what they're asking for. When they're asking for S1000D, they really uh, are struggling to understand what it is that they are um, going to get and why it's costing so much more. So consider your customers and think about communicating with your customers the reality of what they're asking for. So um, now let's move on to the D's. That was my C's. The, the change, the cost, the complexity, the controls, the career changing and the customization with your customers. Okay, so what's going on with the D's? So um, when I actually, I think when I was recording the videos for this, I was actually out hiking. So um, we, we had some nice South Downs scenery. So we need to decide and define. We need to decide what versions of S1000D we're going to use and which parts of S1000D we're going to use in terms of, uh, you know, illustrations and customizing our output in terms of defining publication modules and that kind of stuff. So we need to decide and define what it is we are doing with S1000D and um, we need to document that something that, that that I didn't mention in my D's when I did the 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 video version of this is we need to document that and make sure that that is distributed amongst our supply chain and everybody knows what's going think about your destination with S1000D I always try to say to people maybe try and work a little bit more backwards in terms of how this uh, S1000D specification is going to work for you where is our content going to be deployed? Who is going to access it? How do they want to access it? And how do we want them to be able to use the content in a way that is useful to them to help them be successful in their technical information journey that we're trying to take them on? You know, we are an enabler. And, you know, one thing that I've seen is we talk about in the D's, we talk about the data module, understand what we mean by the data module. And, um, you know, the reality is, is that we create content in a modular format. That doesn't mean that we should deploy it in a modular format. In fact, that just 
really frustrates people. One of the biggest complaints I hear about S1000D is that technology companies think because we are creating in data module um, constructs that we should deploy in data module constructs. And if you don't know what a data module is, that's also part of my D is you need to really familiarize yourself with what it is you want to do. And in my final D, data conversion. Are we going to be taking content from other standards or other specification content or legacy? It's a lot of people call it legacy data. I don't like calling it legacy data. But, um, you know, what are you going to be doing with that content? So make sure that you decide, you define, you understand your destination, you understand the deployment, the data module, the delivery, the data conversion of the Ds of A to Zs of S1000D. So that was our first attempt at putting together a catch-up podcast for those of you who wanting to listen to the A to Z of S1000D as a podcast. Thank you to those of you who have sent in your suggestions. Make sure you download the TDW app and you can listen to this in your pocket. We have actually requested an S1000D world jingle. So I hope, I hope coming up very, very shortly, we will be able to um, include that in our upcoming podcast. I'm Michael Ingledew. I'm all about making you successful with your technical information strategies. I look forward to bringing you the next podcast. Thank you for listening to the TDW podcast. Remember, you can keep your tech data skills current and relevant with a full TDIQ subscription. Visit www.techdataworld.com for more details. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter and YouTube for your next Tech Data World update. Until next time.